Yeah, God, we just thank you so much for this time together. And we thank you, um, yeah, for all the great things about um, going out and partying and celebrating with our friends. Um, we thank you for all the ways that you have made that to be good. Um, but Lord, we're also conscious of all the ways that we might find that challenging. And just pray now, Lord, that as we chat about this more, would you give us your wisdom? Would you speak to us afresh? And would you give us, um, yeah, just some really clear sort of practical tools to, to go away with and, yeah, to just feel more confident about this whole topic, um, yeah, as we, we watch and hope for lockdown to ease. In your name. Amen. Amen. Maybe it's your Alex. Thank you. Um, so alcohol consumption is a well-known part of the typical student life. Uh, it's a popular activity for students in Nottingham. Uh, before the COVID pandemic, drinking alcohol formed the basis of most or most social organized activities at university. In the city, there are many nightclubs. And while the government allowed it, students would be found in numbers in at least one of the clubs on almost every night of the week. House parties were also very common, and even with COVID around, there are still a few dotted around. <laughs> um, and all of these things are expected to return whenever opportunities to socialise and interact with others become more available. As the drinking and partying trend is expected to resume, and alcohol continues to be very accessible for university students, the normal drinking culture is going to be hard to avoid. When I first came to university in 2017, I called myself a Christian. Um, but looking back, I'd say that I was not firmly taking hold of my faith, um, particularly, particularly when it came to nightlife. Uh, instead of thinking about my intentions ahead of nights out, my intention of uh, kissing girls that I like leads me to look back regrettably on parts of how I lived during my first year. As someone who only just turned 18 before coming to uni, student, life, student nightlife was quite a new experience for me. And I think I was underprepared to approach party culture in a way that pointed others towards Jesus and his love for them. So whether we drink or party or not, um, whether it will play a big part in our daily lives or not, um, I think we need to know what the Bible says about this because party culture is part of the university experience. When our lives are transformed by the good news of the gospel, it's right that we should live in line with a new identity Christ has given us. And so we need to look what we need to know what this looks like in the context of drinking, just as much as we do in any other context. It's possible when we think about this topic that we can fall into the trap of judging those who get drunk and enjoy nightlife while we don't, or drink as much as we like revel in getting drunk and judge and outcast those who aren't getting drunk and going out. It's important for us not to have these frames of mind. And so I'm going to lay out a biblical foundation that will help us. Uh, it'll help those interact we interact with um, in preparation for the return of party culture. So first, let's have a look at God's good purposes for party culture. The Bible does not say that alcohol and parties are all bad. In verse 15 of Psalm 104, wine is seen as a gift that gladdens human hearts. In John chapter 2, Jesus turns water into wine at a wedding in Cana. And verse 11 says, What Jesus did here in Cana in Galilee was the first of the signs through which his glory was revealed. 
Jesus made wine available and expected people to drink it. He turned water into wine to make the wedding better. In ancient Jewish culture, wine symbolized happiness. It could be mentioned that wine in the time of Jesus is not the same as the wine that we produce today, but it nevertheless contained enough alcohol to lead people to drunkenness. So alcohol is a good gift from God, but there are further lessons in the Bible about overindulging and consuming too much alcohol to the point of drunkenness. Sin came into the world, the world became broken, and God's purposes were tainted. Proverbs 20, a chapter from one of the often called wisdom books of the Bible, um, starts with this verse. Wine is a mocker and beer a brawler. Whoever is led astray by them is not wise. Being led astray brings up the idea that we can enjoy a drink while staying on the right path and not disobeying God, but at some point the amount of drink leads us away from that. At some point, we stray away from the intentions that God has for us and our relationship with alcohol. The alcohol takes away an increasing amount of control uh, that we say we have over ourselves and changes the way that we act. If I, if I were to take a guess, I'd say that most of us here, if not all of us, would agree with the statement that being led astray by alcohol is not wise. Apart from mine, I've heard other stories of people who have been uh, drunk at a party or a nightclub and done something that they wish they hadn't. They're the classic morning scenarios that follow a night of drinking, telling your housemates about how much they regret kissing that person or even the shame induced by waking up in a bed that isn't their own. I remember going out to a pub to celebrate um, the 18th birthday of one of my friends and one of us and a group of friends became quite drunk. Um, in his drunk state, he opened up Snapchat and had one of his first interactions with a girl that he liked by sending her his own version of Carly Ray Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. <laughs> he likes to quickly move the point of conversation along for that incident whenever it gets brought up again. This may seem like a trivial example, but it shows, as in so many cases, that drink causes us to do things that we regret. So as Christians, how might God be wanting to use us as his disciples in these situations? A good way to be a disciple of Jesus in situations where we experience cult party culture around us is not to give in to the temptation of drinking to the point of drunkenness, trusting in God's teaching as the reason why and sharing that with those who ask. The best way for us to help ourselves in not being led astray is to decide how much alcohol would be enough to cloud our judgment and reduce our self-control. For some of us, that means not drinking at all, and for some of us, that means limiting how much we consume to a few drinks. However much it is, it's so important to think about how much we will drink ahead of the time and stick to our intentions. In not allowing ourselves to be drunk, we can stand out as followers of Jesus, which may lead to our friends becoming more interested in our faith and how it impacts the way we live. It's not always easy to resist the desire to drink more, but further opportunities to represent Jesus in party culture can be seized more effectively by those that have not had an excessive amount to drink. There could be people that we care for that feel ill, um, that need help getting home, or maybe even those that have been harassed um, that we may not be able to help if we've gone too far in our consumption of alcohol. Caring for people is an act of love. In John 15 verse 12, Jesus says, My command is this, Love each other as I have loved you. This message of loving people is emphasized in so many places across the Bible. 
loving people is an essential part of being a follower of Jesus. And as we live, as we aim to live that out in all contexts of our lives, we can also live that out within the student party culture. From my own experience of party culture, in a club packed with people under the influence of alcohol, I've so clearly seen the effect of sin on God's purpose of people loving each other well. A reality of nightclubs is that, that deeply saddens me is one that it's one of the places in society where there's quite a divide between men and women. It angers me that um, I see males disrespecting females in clubs, often by groping them or brushing past them in a way that invites a privacy. I feel there's such a need for males who follow the example of Jesus in displaying love, patience and self-control among the other aspects of the fruit of the spirit. One of the great things about being involved in party culture and not retracting from it is the opportunity to socialize and strengthen community. Group trips to the pub, house parties and group huddles in nightclubs bring a sense of belonging and joy. When speaking to Christians, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's from John 10 verse 10. The truth is that party culture is a part of the university experience and we will have some form of exposure or involvement in it during our time as students. It's therefore important for us to think about. God gave us good gifts and purposes. Humanity messed up and we experience the effects of that. And we can now respond to the redeeming work that God is calling us to be involved with.